Welcome to episode 45 of Lost in Immersion, your weekly 45-minute stream about innovation. As VR and AR veterans, we will discuss the latest news of the immersive industry. Hi, guys. Good morning and good evening for some. Uh, just a disclaimer, we are sorry that uh, we've been cancelled or <laughs> uh, last week uh, because we used... Uh, a video of Apple and uh, we had to to cut uh, a certain part of the video uh, we we try to be more cautious about the Apple content that we share uh, to avoid this kind of situation so very sorry about this and Fabien you can start if you want okay cool thanks uh, so today I have a couple of news uh, around uh, Meta and their communication around um, uh, metaphor work. So uh, let's uh, start with that. So it's a new video and a new content that was released uh, over the week. Um, well, first, uh, you can see it's, uh, uh, it's a very uh, funny video. Uh, you see how the user are putting the headsets. It's a very well done. Um, well done content and they are um, <clears throat> showcasing uh, one usage for each uh, headset which uh, is interesting and also it's funny to uh, to see that they are only showcasing uh, vr content and uh, no uh, mixed reality content uh, so they talk about <clears throat> learning training with uh, the quest 3 um, they discuss uh, create creativity and design with the Quest Pro um, and uh, <clears throat> meetings and collaboration with the Quest 2. So it kind of makes sense uh, regarding each um, price tag of each um, headset. If just to do meetings, having a cheap headset um, is uh, makes more sense. Um, and uh, so, you, yeah, that was kind of interesting to see that they are uh, fully pushing the uh, usage of VR for work um, at, at the same time as the release of the Apple Vision Pro. So it's interesting to put in comparison the two type of communication uh, between the, the two uh, leading companies. Uh, well, Apple, Apple is not leading yet, but maybe they will. <laughs> So yeah, that's the, the first piece of news that I wanted to share. Um, and uh, yeah, as a joke, I don't know if you try to put your headset or remove it the same way, but uh, it's not really easy. Um, anyway, uh, Seb, what do you think about this uh, uh, metaphor work uh, communication? First, I agree, it's not easy to put it with one hand like this. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, it's the continuation of uh, the, they seems to know, I've understand that they need to communicate on, on both sides, one for their game uh, and, and the fun you can have with the headset. But now they are realizing that um, work is a huge uh, place where they, they can they can sell maybe more device. Uh, so, and with the, like you said, the, the Vision Pro being sold as a, a 
hardware that helps you, a device that helps you with your daily work. They try to, yeah, to communicate around that too, uh, with a lower price tag, so much easier to, to join the, the community with this kind of headset. Cool, uh, Guillaume, and just uh, before, uh, I want to say that they uh, they mention the um, uh, they have a disclaimer. Sorry uh, about the content. They says uh, depicts animation with enhanced imagery. So they are clearly uh, they are clear about the communication here. Yeah, uh, just first of all, uh, very interesting to see that they are still pushing for the three headsets, not just the Meta 3. Uh, the Quest 2 seems to, to have its own place in this uh, bundle or environment of uh, devices. Uh, they are still pushing the Pro, which is not that uh, obvious because of the price cut. We can uh, guess that uh, it didn't sold that much. But very interesting to see that they are keeping it in the, the lineup. Um, then I, I think we can uh, it confirm that Meta's uh, strategies is very VR oriented. But we we knew this. Uh, uh, we have been known this for for a long time now. But uh, you know how uh, mixed reality came into the picture. Uh, it was one side. Uh, feature on the Quest 2 just for the Guardian and for you to see the external environment and it became the mixed reality part that we know now in the, in the Quest 3. But showing this kind of communication, uh, yeah, for, for me, it confirmed that for mixed reality is just a way for them to, to keep up with Apple and it's not something that they are pushing very hard. Uh, as they don't really have use case for, for this. Uh, so uh, very interesting to see that. Uh, I've seen some spatial computing-like uh, con content at the end uh, when they, uh, they were showcasing a laptop and uh, just at the end of the page. Uh, down. Uh, yeah, just a, a bit up. So they are showcasing the laptop and you, you can see the your um, your screen uh, floating in in uh, in mixed reality so i think this is the only uh use case they are thinking about i guess it's here uh yeah it's a very short short display but yeah here <laughs> i guess it's mixed reality here and i guess this is the only uh use case they are thinking about for work right now so it's very limiting and i guess this is why they are not showcasing the mixed reality part uh, because it's not that impressive uh, what do you think about this yeah um <clears throat> yeah i it, it struck me as well when i saw this page that uh, <clears throat> as you say like only this is mixed reality and everything else is vr um um it's pretty strange because uh so we love miss reality here um so maybe we are a bit biased here but uh there are a lot of 
uh, usage where Mixreality can work well uh, for work, uh, for you know training, um, uh, for maintenance and whatever. Uh, so there are a lot of use cases. <clears throat> Maybe they think that the the headsets are not ready, um, like technically not ready, which might be one um, option. But um, yeah, not sure why actually. <laughs> Seb, maybe you have uh, some insights on this? Mm, no, um, maybe they don't have a lot of uh, of developers that have developed something nice that they can showcase, um, except the games. But in terms of professional use case uh, with mixed reality, uh, I guess they need read use case and, and get content from a specific company that did something nice that they can showcase on their on their website. Um, I doubt they have any use case uh, except uh, meetings uh, on their side. So yeah, that that will be my guess. Um, mm. Like Sony and Siemens, they have directly use case because mm. they work directly for industry, Vario the same. They are just starting this uh, kind of experiences and uh, communication around using that for work. And yeah, they need to be in contact with a specific company that can provide what, what they did with the headset so they can showcase that. Hmm. Yeah, it's still a, it's always a bit frustrating to see a, a giant company like Meta not able to to get the, the talent or <laughs> the knowledge they, they should have around them. Uh, because yeah, you, you said it, it's like VR. We, we, we've been, um, we, we know that for 20 years now, uh, you have in uh, industrial and professional use cases uh, in VR and AR, it works. You can have lots of return on investment, investment uh, using them. And they are showcasing like nothing about this. It's, uh, it's very uh, frustrating uh, because you, you, you can have very simple uh, use case uh, that can be working very easily on the Quest 3. And I don't know if they thought about this or maybe it's not, uh, they don't have the communication level of, you know, the wow, <laughs> wow effect or, or whatever. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's very uh, frustrating to see that they are just showcasing the 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 spatial computing part or uh, or even in VR it's a very simple uh, training application they are showcasing uh, and the meeting in via the the VR meeting uh, yeah one thing also I don't understand in their communication it uh, when they if you go down on the, on your page fab uh, when they yeah showcase the different use case for the different headset they push the pro as a, the best one for design mm. and mixed reality when we know that the processor is not the the most powerful one and maybe the better advantage of the quest pro is there the controller that has cameras and can be used in maybe different situations for professional use case and the fact that you can track the eyes of the of the user mm. and that's not what they showcase here so that that's weird that they put uh, first, the, the quality, the performance of the headset, uh, and say the Quest Pro is the best one to use for, for design. When I think the Quest Three is better, actually, 
and and they don't mention what is really differentiating in the Quest Pro with this uh, the controllers and the DA tracking. Mm. And also the fact that it's more open, so normally better for mixed reality, but. Uh, And, and something I think is missing for use case for businesses, uh, business use case is the way to um, have a, a way to remove the, the headset and just put it as a hat, you know, like uh, yeah, yeah, flip it, mm -hmm. yeah, flip it like the links. Um, I think that's like the, the HoloLens too. Also, that's really useful when when you can yeah just lift up the the headset and be with your associate your, your partner in business to, to discuss uh, and quickly jump back to the experience. Um, yeah, I think that's something missing for, for this kind of use case. Anything more, Fabien? No, that's it. Okay, so Seb, you can go on. All right. Um, not a lot on my side today, but I wanted to showcase this uh, experience where we can see real light, uh, lighting the real environment, but also the 3D object. So it's using basically a controller uh, connected to a light <clears throat> and different kind of light also. So you can change the, the way the, the light will behave in the 3D and uh, add some, some shadow uh, inside the directly the headset, so it feels really magical and linked to the to the reality. I really really like this effect, so that's why I wanted to share it. And I don't know if I don't have anything more to to say <laughs> about it, but uh, what is your thought? Well, shadow is life, uh, so we we know this uh, in our three D environment. Uh, once you you add shadows and uh, ambient occlusion and so on, it feels always more realistic. So, of course, it increases the presence and uh, the immersion of the virtual object. So, yeah, everything that can provide this effect is uh, is welcome. <laughs> so the experience is in on on the Quest Three, by the way. I did not mm. mention it. Okay. But, uh... What about you, Fan? Yeah, I think uh, it's uh, it's really nice. I see a lot of uh, opportunities of this kind of experience for uh, well, at, um, for you know, uh, location-based entertainment. Um, I think uh, location-based entertainment in VR uh, had a boom, if I if I'm correct, in uh, last year and uh, will be more uh, this year um but i'm i'm curious to see what uh, will be done in uh, location-based uh, mixed reality entertainment i think there are a lot of really nice things to do i agree uh, with thought feedback and yeah definitely and here just to really explain that maybe it's not clear what i said but this is a real light uh lighting the real environment and the 3d object is uh rounder in the headset uh with the pass-through uh, on top of the pass-through uh, uh, video 
and the shadow is rendered also in the header. So, okay. so it gets with the controller, it gets the position of the light. Uh, you specify the, the type of light uh, you're using, and and then as you get the direction of the light, uh, you can render the shadow of the object and the light in your 3D scene uh, accurate to the real one. All right, uh, so that was my first subject. And the other one is Lum, uh, the new AI tool announced by Google uh, for generating video from images and, and text. That uh, is uh, going forward and it seems really, really nice and can be used for augmented uh, art, for example, like they are showcasing here. The same, I don't know if you saw the news um, and saw the quality of uh, the announcement. It's not available yet, uh, but uh, we'll be soon, so we definitely, uh, we'll definitely do some tests on it too to see how it looks. You have many thoughts? Yeah, well, uh, since our the, the last uh, reveal or whatever of Google, uh, I'm very suspicious of the real results they can get with the AI, especially uh, with the same uh, the same way that we we don't have access to it uh, when they are uh, presenting it. So it's, it's always a bit weird that you are showcasing something that is not available until we don't know when. <laughs> uh, but yeah, of course it's way better than what we have now with Pika, for example. Uh, and them themselves are, when they are showcasing the AI, they are uh, presenting the best results they can get. And once you are trying it for real, it's really, really hard to have something that makes sense. Mm. Uh, it's You have the same kind of results you had with Midjourney like two years ago uh, with those deformation and uh, and some things that are not uh, where they should be. Uh, you can have like five or five and 10 frames that are right. And the last one are just all messed up. So uh, I'm very surprised that they could get this kind of result, given that on the other techn AI technology that they provide, they are not that advanced. So uh, I don't know if they are uh, investing more on the vision part and less on the LLM and uh, and uh, and Gen AI, uh, it could be uh, they chose their battle, and uh, it could be this. But yeah, still, if you if you can try it, you you can trust it. So <laughs> mm. we'll just have to wait. I agree. Yeah, Fab. yeah, yeah. I, I agree uh, with the uh, as you mentioned with the Gemini uh, video where. It was obvious that, um, well, not it was not obvious, but they kind of uh, hide the fact that it was uh, accelerated and uh, edited. So here it's obviously edited. So mm -hmm. um, uh, at least that's uh, that's a plus. But uh, yeah, again, very uh, curious to to uh, to see first how they will release it. Um, because for now, except uh, maybe they will release it in Bard, 
um, because for now, most of the AI tools that Google has released are through APIs, um, but not really like uh, open like ChatGPT uh, or uh, Midjourney or uh, or Pika, as you mentioned. So they're kind of staying in that uh, Google Cloud API uh, stuff, except for Bard. So I'm kind of curious at how we would be able to access that as well. Yeah, we'll dig into that. <laughs> and, and that's it for me. Uh, okay, you so... can go on. Okay, yeah. Uh, so I will talk about uh, Microsoft that announced that uh, their Microsoft Mesh is now available for everyone that has uh, Microsoft Teams. So you should have, I guess, the latest version and uh, activate the proper plugin. Uh, it's a natural uh, way because they, they introduced the Microsoft avatar uh, last year. Um, I tried it and to be honest, uh, it didn't feel very uh, interesting because the avatar was just there to replace your face and there was not any uh, face tracking and so on. You had to choose your own, <coughs> your own emotion. And uh, yeah, it, it was kind of gimmicky. You just uh, you, you use it for five minutes and then you forget about it. And now this avatar uh, makes sense because it would be it would be your representation at the virtual avatar in the, the Microsoft Mesh. So uh, let's just dig it uh, a bit more. Well, what is meaning that all the headsets that they released uh, from 20, 20, 2015 to now uh, as mixed reality Microsoft compatible uh, will not be compatible anymore, meaning that they won't be recognized uh, by uh, Windows anymore. So you won't have the uh, this, this immersive room where you had access to your apps and so on. So uh, I guess the only way of using these headsets will be through Steam VR now. Um, so very interesting, or I don't know, <laughs> interesting to see that they are releasing a, a VR application and at the same way, they are completely uh, destroying their uh, mixed reality uh, uh, initiative, which I thought was a good good thing because those headsets were very easy to connect. You just have 
the HDMI and the USB and you I, I'm I'm still working with this for other debug device because they, they can flip yeah, and the connection is very easy, the tracking as well. Uh, of course the quality is not uh, there, but as a as a working device, I, I, I've always think it it was a, a very good choice for 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 debugging and uh, just quick develop development. So uh, this is the one thing I, I, I wanted to share. And the second one is that it shows that uh, Microsoft is still working in the VR field, which was not obvious. Uh, as they, 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 there was a lot of layoffs uh, in their uh, immersive branch and AR branch as well. Uh, we still don't know if HoloLens uh, will have a future or not. But uh, by reading this, uh, it shows that they are still interesting in the v VR. Uh, they presented it as a metaverse for work at some point. Uh, but I guess I'm not uh, talking about this anymore. Um, so yeah, well, what do you think about this? And uh, yeah, just a quick, quick review. <laughs> quick. Uh, they, they are using a bottomless uh, avatar, which is funny because uh, Meta had a lot of issue with this, but Apparently, uh, Microsoft can, and nobody will say anything about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was about to make the, to make the joke as well. Where are the legs? <laughs> um, I I saw as well that. Like allowing almost all the platforms and uh, all the different um, actors to have their apps uh, available on Quest. Uh, so they have workspace, but they also allow uh, Microsoft to have their Teams and uh, Mesh. Uh, the I guess the question is, and I, I don't know if Mesh will be available on uh, the Apple Vision Pro. Um, well, it's kind of uh, interesting to see how, after a lot of uh, of uh, different explorations for a lot of factors, my uh, guess is that kind of like starts to settle down, and they are each uh, finding their own uh, area where they are, uh, and they want to, to push through. So. I guess we'll see uh, how 2024 unfolds and uh, uh, how the adoption as well on uh, of Microsoft Mesh is uh, because it's it's not available only on uh, VR headsets. You can uh, go on it. Yeah, um, yeah, that's where they are clever. I think uh, making that available through different devices, uh, that's where it makes sense. Uh, don't have all the, the community that will want to wear the headset or have the time to wear the headset for, for the meeting. So mixing the two can make sense. No, 
need to I will be keen to to look into how it looks when you join it to your desktop device the uh, PC or your Mac or your your phone uh, plus someone that is wearing the headset to check out uh, how the experience feel in fact um, and I guess for Microsoft they now have a huge market for the HoloLens too in the business uh, so they are still selling headset uh, they still promote uh, museum experiences so they are pushing this headset to be kind of everywhere and my guess is that now they're secure and all, a lot of people are using the headset that try for the next version to build up on, on that. Uh, that's what I, what I would do if I, if I were them uh, and bring then a, an headset that really add uh, a lot uh, from the previous version. Uh, so it makes sense to change it to get the best uh, gen version when it's available. And I don't know if they plan also to make, but I, I guess I guess they are uh, to make the Office uh, 365 uh, available through all the devices too. So all the app uh, converted to all the headset and also maybe change the way you interact with them in a in VR or in mixed reality, but uh, we'll see uh, how they move forward. Yeah, and also yeah, but... with Copilot, they will probably hide the AI part of it uh, inside of uh, the experience. Sorry, yeah. My my question is, how do you use, uh, you know, because the when you had the Microsoft mixed reality headsets. Uh, they were still plugged in uh, on your PC or laptops and just like the, this kind of use case were great because you, you had your teams open and just select the immersive, put your headset on and then you were immersed. Now with the headsets available on the market, it would be more painful, I guess, because if your Oculus is plugged in, it should be plugged in uh, uh, to get this linked um, uh, relation between your teams and the headset. So you have an, a quest plugged into your PC. Uh, you have to go through the Oculus uh, interface mm. and it's way less, uh, you know, the, 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 the UX is, is, is worse with uh, a headset like Meta. Uh, compared to what you, you could have with the mixed reality headset. It's, it's really weird that they just deactivate this uh, as it was very, uh, yeah, it was it was very efficient for, for this use case, especially. I don't think they had any yeah. device uh, manufacturer that was uh, providing any more headset, any update on the other headset, so maybe but Samsung were, were doing their Galaxy and HP as well with the reverb. Uh, they had, they had, uh, they had uh, in, like the, the latest iteration is like two years ago hmm. uh, with higher resolution and, uh, and better performances. But still, yeah, it, it's just two years back. So it's not that far. 
it's not like they, they just released the 2015 and then uh, it stops. Uh, mm. I had clients uh, that st are still using these headsets and now they are questioning the way they, they could work with this uh, as Microsoft does. The Microsoft support is, is now stopped. Mm. So they're very weird strategy uh unless they are i don't i don't think that they'll be releasing uh, a new lineup of headsets uh they are just focusing on the application now but the way that they, they would like us to use it is not compatible anymore with what the headset can do but yeah something that um i like to mention about uh, what you were saying on the practicality of using uh, a quest or a headset for um, for accessing mesh or anything else actually this is i think where apple will uh, win the the battle very easily because um, already from a mac you can if you have an ipad uh, you can just like transfer a window to your ipad uh, and uh, this is actually what was shown in the video that we uh, looked at last week is from your Mac, you, there will be, hopefully, uh, there seems to be, sorry, a way to uh, push a window to your uh, headset. So this is where uh, the having such a closed uh, and linked ecosystem for Apple is uh, where they will win the battle on the, on uh, user experience mm -hmm. so yeah yeah you'll you'll be able to airdrop uh, any content from one device to another because they they're just yeah, <laughs> yeah. they're all owning all the environment so it's easier for them to do this but mm -hmm. yeah of course on the ux part it's uh, it's the best way of doing this Okay, so do you Just have an, yeah, yeah uh, one one last news? Uh, I saw that the the way you can record three D videos and with your iPhone and watch it on the on the Vision Pro, uh, it seems that they open uh, the ability to look also at the video on the Quest Three, so it will be available soon. So that's nice move uh, because your content is not only uh, available uh, to be watched on on the vision pro now so that that's a nice move from uh, apple to open that to other headsets i think so that that's it that was my i don't know if you want to react on that no it's surprising that they they mm. are willing to open but yeah it's mm. a good a good thing yeah <laughs> fabian seb any last words no. 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 Okay, so it's a wrap up for today and we'll see you guys next week for another episode of Lost in Immersion. Uh, see you guys and next, see you. next week. Bye. Bye.